Hello, everybody, and welcome to the History Voyager. My name is Benjamin Kitchings. My guest today is uh, Faye Noede. Um, he is a developer. Um, he's also... I had him on the podcast because I wanted to talk about privacy, specifically Internet privacy, and I wanted to talk about um, some of the problems that a company called Facebook that you might have heard of um, could someday soon be going through and the problems which we, the average American, are suddenly going to have to care uh, very, very, very much, in my opinion, about uh, Facebook and um, like that. Anyway, uh, we also talk about free speech and things like that. And um, But it was a very good podcast, and I highly recommend that you, uh, you listen to it. Obviously, you're uh, listening to it now because you hit play. Anyway, so um, uh, take it away, uh, Faye and me. Okay. And as, uh, as always, I'm having a good day, and I hope you are too. All right. Uh, see you later. Bye-bye. How are you doing today, Faye? Good, good. Good to talk to you, Ben. And it's good to be here and uh, to speak to your guest, uh and your listeners today um doing mm-hmm. well today just got back from camping this past weekend so that was great we went out to san simeon uh so had a great time out there i've been there yeah i've been there it's nice yeah nice. Yeah. yeah 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 how's your day going today oh oh my i'm three hours ahead of you so i got up uh, had some coffee had some breakfast <laughs> For some bizarre reason, I got up this morning at four o'clock just to check on the podcast and email and COVID. Early <laughs> morning, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I that's what I do. I always check on the COVID in the morning. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so tell me about what is the state of um, internet security right now? Uh, it's interesting. Uh, so I, I, I think, uh, uh, security is an interesting topic to talk about because what's going on right now is that, uh, I mean, you have a lot of stuff that's going on online. I mean, you have your cell phone, uh, it has your, your bank, uh, cards on it. It has your music accounts. It has a lot of your personal information on it. Uh, so it's it's a great device and security is it's going trending towards a great direction, but it's kind of funny in the sense that right now it's 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 uh, very it, it, you have to be careful with what you do online because you have so many different accounts that you're managing and so many different uh, places to, uh, to to look at and watch out for that if you're not careful you can definitely run into some issues online with respect to just having your information up on the dark web. Um, mm. Yeah. So what? So, what would you recommend to keep your stuff off? The- oh, excuse, uh, sorry, you cut up a little bit there. What was that? What would you recommend uh, my listeners to do if you wanted to keep your important stuff off the dark web? Uh, so I mean, I think first of all, it depends. Uh, so it depends on how far you want to go. Uh, I mean, if you if you want to go walk, walk style and 
definitely keep your information off the dark web. Maybe you can try to just stay off the internet altogether. <laughs> if that's not an option for you, uh, I would definitely say first thing a lot of people like to do is get a, a, a virtual private network. And the uh, acronym mm-hmm. being a VPN, and, and VPN helps you to kind of keep your network secure, uh, at least to, to the point where whenever you're on the internet, uh, instead of you accessing your internet uh, clear text, you can actually encrypt the transmission and, and go into a, a private network so that you can protect your information, at least that way. Um, another thing to do is to make sure that your passwords are secure too. I mean, if you're using the password or a password or hello or uh, this is my name or something like that, that's going to be a password that's easily uh, easy to break. But if you have a, a password uh, that's long and uh, difficult to, to, to break, then you can guard yourself against brute force attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like a, a good example, I mean, and I just talked about this last week of a friend. I mean, even if you have a password that's eight characters long, um, the amount of work to try to brute force that password and find out what the password is for an eight-character long password is going to be the same regardless of whether it's all alphanumeric characters or a really easy to say phrase or name or something like that. But if you have a password that's longer than that, like 16, 24 characters, 32 characters long, it's going to make your information more secure. Um, mm. and, and another thing I'll uh, like to suggest to people is to use uh, mm. 2FA, which is two-factor authentication uh, for their accounts. Mm. And this especially works for like Google accounts, uh, your email accounts and whatnot that allow you to use an application. Mm. Uh, it's great to use something like a Google Authenticator or Nothi to uh, do 2FA. Uh, there's something also called a YubiKey that you can use that is actually a bio um, uh, like a file key so that you could put your thumbprint on it and it can unlock uh, some several accounts for you if supported. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you're going to do 2FA, definitely try to avoid SMS to uh, two-factor authentication just because that could be hacked as well. So Yeah, SMS, SMS is not... Okay, so we need to explain. Uh, SMS is the essentially the standard messaging... Thing that comes with with your, your it's, it's like a te- text message, yeah, it's yeah. a text message. So yeah, 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 it's like everyone does SMS nowadays, unless you're doing iPhone to iPhone communication. But yeah, it's just send your text message on an iPhone. It's your green bubble on the Android. It's just your communication app that you're just messaging people with. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's great to use it, but when it comes to security, I mean, it's easy for folks to just get your phone. Uh, they could copy your SIM card if they wanted to if it's a GSM device, or they could just try to copy your phone uh, using different means and then intercept that message. So that's also not that. That's why I, I, we don't like to uh, SMS or text messages for 2FA. Yeah. All right. Now explain to me because. This is an old hobby horse of mine. So what, who are the types of people hackers tend to go after? Well, so, it, de- oh, yeah. it, de- it depends on the hacker. I mean, it depends on what their goal is, you know? I mean, because mm-hmm. if you're a hacker who is uh, more of a, a, a hacking for on behalf of the nation state or whatnot, you're definitely going to go for more government officials people who actually have information that you're looking for, or it's more of a targeted attack. 
But I mean, mm -hmm. it depends. It depends if you're more of a hacker who you're, you're just going for the general consumer, the general person, then you're going to look for people that are easy, safe, uh, easy pickings. I mean, you're not going to use a sophisticated attack most of the time. You might use like a phishing attack or something like that to try to uh, to kind of get people's information. So, phishing for those of you who don't know what phishing is, is when you uh, you, you pretty much uh, use uh, a means like of communication to kind of, or, or like it's like a Trojan horse of sorts in the sense where you might have an email from like Bank of America that says, "Hey, we somehow lost your password, so we need you to enter your password on this form." Mm -hmm. And if you look at the email address, you will say you will see uh, it comes from Bank of America one two one two at gmail com, which doesn't look mm -hmm. like a proper email address. So uh, the, the, that's a phishing yeah. attack is something to watch out for. But yeah, if I'm a general mm. hacker, I'm going to be looking for folks who just do not understand technology nowadays. And it's kind of funny because now that uh, now that we have COVID and it kind of pushed everyone more towards online banking mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. online the online area, it's it's interesting because it's like okay, you now you have a lot of folks who might not be. be uh, willing to use technology as their first option, but they were kind of they were forced to do so because of COVID, and now they might not be as experienced with respect to security and protecting themselves with respect to their banking or their online yeah. transactions or financials. Yeah. Okay. I um. So I have a podcast email, right? Mm -hmm. And I put I used to put my email address in the show notes. Or for the podcast, not my personal email, but for the podcast, I put my I used to put my email in the show notes because I wanted people to get in touch with me if they wanted to come on my show. Right. And I guess bots or something would go through that, and so I get these yeah. emails that are, I mean, the scam emails that I get for my podcast email are literally like. These people went to Harvard. I'm not talking about Nigerian princes here. No. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking like we are, you know, Acme. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's too stupid. Like you know, like so and so, <laughs> uh, legit sound, completely legit sounding exterminator, yeah. emailing me for an in, emailing me an invoice for like you need to pay for, you know. Uh, termite removal or for yeah <laughs> whatever very targeted attack right <laughs> exactly yeah and I'm like no yeah <laughs> no. yeah exactly so, it's yeah. crazy out there nowadays it's, you have to be careful because mm. I mean the, the hackers are intelligent I mean the Nigerian princes even them they're just they're just trying to attack the low hanging fruit right they're just saying hey like yeah I'm a Nigerian prince. And they're, they're, they're getting to folks who might not be aware of that or aware of what's going on. But nowadays, it's, it's you have to be careful online. I mean, I mean, folks like yourself, myself, folks who yeah. have online profiles, who we put our personal information, not our personal information, but our contact information in ways you can get to us online. Mm. We're, we're at risk because folks are looking at that and saying, hey, there's an email address right there. That's an opportunity. And, it, and I mean, now, too, yeah. you have Bitcoin. And I mean, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, Ethereum, Cardano, 
I mean, Cardano, I mean, whichever cryptocurrency you use, I mean, it's a, folks, there are times when folks are just bragging online on Twitter or something and saying, hey, I have this much Bitcoin in my account. <laughs> and you, mm. you find days later that that person got hacked and they got their money taken care of, taken out of their cryptocurrency, taken care out of their account mm. because mm. they just advertised online and didn't protect themselves. So you have to be careful with the information you put out there. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, it, these guys are sophisticated and know what they're doing. And, and the best thing to do is that and for folks like yourself and myself who are out there, we're just going to, mm. like you said, you, you, you saw the email, you're like, no, nope, this is not me. <laughs> you got to be vigilant about that. Well, the, the, thing I, the thing I tell my friends now because of that, right, mm-hmm. is like, get with get with your people like whoever you you live with or whatever right whoever you pay the bills with or whatever and literally write down a list of everything you pay for right because some of these like i don't have a separate you know physical plant for my podcast Mm -hmm. so but like if i had like you know your hot water heater pay the hot water pay for the hot water heater or pay for this or pay for that and it sounded legit enough, somebody might actually pay for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's know, like, yeah. And, and, and that would be $500, $600 out of your pocket. Even worse yet, if you put your credit card information in that, uh, like in that form, you lost your credit card right there. Yeah. So it's, it's tough. You have to be, that's great advice to give to people. People just have to be careful. And, you know, one thing I do sometimes is I, if I, for my online stuff, I use my, uh, I use a nickname, actually. <laughs> and that's that helps a, me. Oh, that's go a ahead. good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's cause a good idea. It's great because it, it helps me to understand where, where is, where is this, uh, what's, the source, what's the source of this? Because if it's a certain name that I know, okay, they don't really have my personal, my uh, PII, my personal identifiable information. So it's it's okay for them to be able to. I mean, like they're like yeah. I'm I'm yeah. okay, but it's not too bad. But if they have my full legal name on things. I'm like, okay, these guys. Yeah. Uh, these guys did their homework, so I gotta I gotta be careful and mindful of that. But at least if I see my full name, I I, I I'm have to take it more seriously just because I know that's more official, it's like a bank statement or it's a, a mortgage yeah. statement or something like that. Yeah. The thing. The thing. I would say to people now, the thing I would say to people is in 20, you know, in 2021, um, please don't have a personal email that is your name. Yeah. Like, please don't do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I would say don't do that. If, uh, and and don't, don't do that if you're not careful with your email. I, I would say. Yeah. If you're if okay. you're posting online, what is, what is careful with your email? Like what is care? Tell me what careful with your email is. I mean, I, I so the way I see it for me is, and I, I think a lot of folks see, like you do not want to post emails uh, per, uh, like on, on multiple accounts. Uh, and another thing is too is when you sign up for an account, like whether it's on Facebook, Google, Amazon, any one of these services online, you're mm-hmm. trusting them with your personal information. And, and what happens uh, quite a bit is that they might get hacked. And what and what happens with that, too, is when they get hacked, yeah. they get your email address. But more importantly, sometimes if these companies are not encrypting their passwords, 
then they get your password too. And if you use that password in multiple locations, that's a possible way to attack you. So you have well, to be careful. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. And then I have a Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got to be careful with that because mm-hmm. what happens with that is that, okay, I got, for example, faye at gmail.com. And it looks like he's using the password uh, kangaroo21. And they go into Facebook and try that. And if I use the same password and the same login there, boom, they have my mm-hmm. Facebook account. And then maybe they'd use the same thing for their Wells Fargo account. Oh, boom, it works for there too. Awesome. I got his Wells Fargo account. And, and, and generally, like when these hackers work like that, they work, they work like that. I mean, they try to say, okay, or like, what, 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 what has this person used this username and password for? And, uh, also, and that's where it starts to get into, you start to get into trouble. So I would say, yeah, there are services out there where you can create like a dummy email address that forwards email to your personal email address and that that way you hide your actual email address. Definitely look into things like that. I would also, like things I've done in the past too, is I just sign up with a fake uh, name, like, like I mentioned before, completely fake name like Johnson Avery. <laughs> own email address, own birthday, like just randomized personal uh, identifiable information. To the point where it's just, hey, you know what? They came and hack me, but they have Johnson Avery's information, not my information. <laughs> but you have to be careful out there. I, 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 I think, yeah, yeah right. it's, it's tough. What about, okay, so, so here's something. What about, like, with Facebook? Like, mm-hmm. if people, like, if I'm a hacker and I just hack into somebody's Facebook and that's all I have, mm-hmm. it's just their Facebook. What could you do with that as a hacker? I mean, there are a lot of great things you could do with that. I mean, first of all, it, it, I mean, like you can find out, and, and this is just me if I were just hacking, but you can find out who that person talks to. Just mm-hmm. say things like, hey, I, I lost I lost my bank card and I need to pay for something right now to a, like maybe a family member or uh, like mm-hmm. a close family member. And just say, hey, can you just read off this? Or oh I lo- I forgot my card at the bank where did I leave it out right. and or even worse yet I mean now that you can use um OAuth for I mean Facebook OAuth for uh, access to other sites you might be able to leverage that for access to other sites so I mean mm-hmm. it, it's 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 it, the problem with having Facebook is okay. that you have so much personal let's, information on it you can let's you can be able Let's be a little more specific. When you say leverage, because I know what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. But some of my listeners might not know that. Oh, yeah. So, like, when you say, so, like, if I go to, so when I go to my pod provider without, mm-hmm. you know, people, some folks know who my pod provider is, some folks don't. But my pod provider has a button that I can sign. And, for example... So if I did, you would, if you hacked into my Facebook, you would have access to my pot, to my pod provider account, which, mm-hmm. you know, no, that's not a good idea for me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. And exactly that. It's, no. it's, it's like a key. So your Facebook account can act as a key to other accounts, other online yeah. profiles. And that's why when I say OAuth authentication, what happens is that Facebook says, hey, like, this is Ben's account. Uh, We're going to open up an account with your podcast. uh, And Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you already have an account open. Let's just authenticate you because you already authentic- you're already authenticated with Facebook. So what happens there is that, okay, you pretty much have a key to multiple accounts. And all it takes is for the hacker to just try the different accounts to say, hey, do they have access to this? Do they open yeah. up an account here with their Facebook account? And it opens up multiple door, uh, multiple uh, keys. So that's why mm. I, I generally try to avoid um, using OAuth because it's 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 like a it's like the golden key. And once you have that key, when you when you, when you say OAuth, what what is you keep saying that? What, what is OAuth? Uh, so OAuth is like an authentication framework. Uh, so it allow, it's like a standard that allows you to. Uh, does it? Does what does it stand for? Sorry, what does it stand for? Uh, I think it stands for open authentication. So it allows you, okay. it's, an, it's an open standard that allows you to like delegate access to certain certain uh, applications and, uh, and internet, uh, internet uh, web apps. Uh, so you could just say, hey, here's my username and password. And on the back end, instead of you having to put in your username and password and leverage that for authentication to another website or whatnot, the apps between themselves take care of that. So they pass information along and just say, hey, this person is okay with Facebook. So since they're okay with Facebook, I'm gonna leverage that connection to be able to access, say yeah. like uh, Amazon. So it, it stands for open, yeah. it's an internet protocol. So it, when you hear OAuth, think just something that's just like a handshake agreement between two websites. Yeah, I mean, the thing I always say about Facebook is, we all collectively, the collective we <laughs> signed it. Right. Yeah. Um. So maybe we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. we shouldn't have done that. I know it, it's so but, funny. It's so funny too because I think when Facebook first came out, no one thought it's gonna be a, what it ended up being. Right. I mean. I remember when it came out in 2005, and it was just a, a college website to hang out with friends mm, online. Mm, mm. And now it's like it's a gateway for so many different things. It's a marketplace. It's your it's communi- a, it's your communication hub. It's your key to a lot of other doors. It, it grew to something much larger than I only, can imagine. Yeah, the only thing with Facebook that I actually can like as an adult that i can say okay i could i could see using this like i could see totally this being useful is messenger right the messenger app Mm -hmm. but even there like facebook actually reads i think right they actually read your messages i i'm not entirely sure about that to be honest but I, I like okay. I, I would say more okay, like so this: their servers are able to read the messages. I mean, but I don't know if they actually read the messages. You don't know if a human does, but they're capable of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's one of those things where it, yeah. it, it's like you have information passing from one server to a next server, and it, it, it passes back and forth. So. They're able to use their service, use their services to kind of route it to the right place. And mm-hmm. I mean, if they need to flag it, they they can they have software. I'm sure that they they can use to flag mm-hmm. it. I haven't taken an in depth look into that, but that would be my assumption there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I mean, I use it. I I actually don't really use Facebook anymore. Um, That's I, smart. 
Yeah, yeah, because it's just like I mean, it, okay, it, it, yeah. Why don't you use Facebook anymore? Let's let's drill into specifics. Well, you know, if you don't well, mind, if you don't mind my asking. Like, oh no, not at all, not at all. I mean, there. So uh, beyond technology, for me, psychologically and just for my mental health, I didn't want to look at Facebook anymore, just because. Uh, it, it was a time drain for me. There's a lot of information that was out there. I'm just getting updates about people, and I, I just can't. I don't have the capacity to take all of that in on a daily basis. I mean, I, I take a lot of information in on a daily basis, but I mean, that's a lot of personal information that I'm like, I, I can't do that. Uh, beyond that, it's it's just like you put a lot of information out there that makes it easy for your people to understand to like hack you eventually. And that's another reason why I got off of Facebook because I was like, mm. oh, you know what? Like, I, I put my I put my photo here in front of my high school. Oh, okay, that might be the high school pa- that he uses as a password sometimes. Or he took a photo here. Or I mean, even if you're like putting photos of you on vacation, that might be a way for folks to understand. Hey, this guy is not at home, so we can rob him. So, I mean, the way I saw Facebook was it was an opening up an attack vector or attack vectors for me because right. uh, you just hear all these stories about uh, people getting hacked or people getting robbed or just different things that they posted online because they had a public Facebook profile. Yeah. You have your birthday on there, your high school, your college, group of friends. I mean, you came in like fish and say, hey, like I'm your best friend from high school. I need this information from you and then you give it to that person and you, you don't even think second or twice about it because you just say oh that's my best friend that's the right name but you found that because of a facebook friends mm-hmm. list so because of all that i just said hey you know what i'm done with facebook um and i mean we can even go into the whole topic of misinformation and all that stuff from like the, well, the camera yeah. stuff and and i want to go into that but mm-hmm. i do but one of the things that I really want to go into with you is now let me give you a little bit of background. Um, mm-hmm. I had a guest on a while back and we recorded an episode that was massively fascinating, mm-hmm. but there was this buzz in the background. So I was like, it was so fascinating that I literally did not register the buzz for uh-huh. 45 minutes. <laughs> oh <laughs> and yeah what it was was he was going he's an internet security person okay right and he was going into facebook is going out of business like facebook is slowly bleeding users and here's how different advertisers and corporate entities and such can yeah. prove it okay and the thing that concerns me about that is the data that facebook has on us that is right. what they're going to sell, right? That is what they're going to sell is that data. And there's nothing that prevents the Chinese from buying that, that prevents, you know, whoever <laughs> from, right. from from buying this data. Right, right. So you want to go into yeah, some of the things I was, about... This, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, there's, this, uh, there's this documentary that came out on Netflix a while ago. And I forget the name, it's escaping me right now. But uh, it was a very interesting documentary because it goes into the topic you're talking about right now. And um, not necessarily the selling of data, but more of how Facebook has pretty much gathered all this data from its users over the years. 
And it's mm. it's really fascinating. And and I, I think I, I think first of all to address the point, I mean I, I think Facebook would not go out of business quickly. I think it'll be a slow bleed if I were to to like uh, theorize about it because they're just way too big. They're they're just a huge company. And I mean, I, I I wouldn't think that they'll go out of business in one night and just sell their money. Uh, sell. Uh, go ahead. I'm old enough to remember Enron. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm old enough to remember Enron. Um, for those of you that don't know, Enron went out of business essentially in a day or a week. It was engaging in. Illegal activity. It might have massive on the day, but you know it was like the third largest business in the world at some point. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's true. you know. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there is Enron, but I, I think it'd be different with them because <laughs> they, as Facebook has Instagram, <laughs> Facebook has WhatsApp. They, uh, they're out there in more ways than people think. And I, I think they'll stick mm-hmm. around. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, so going back to the documentary, the reason why I bring it up is that they have a mm-hmm. profile on each and every one of their users just based on their interactions, based on the clicks, based on their posts, based on the photos, based on the, what they like as mm-hmm. interests, movies, things like that. And that's such a powerful tool right there because you pretty much have a, a digital profile of a user, a digital uh, like in my opinion, a digital psych profile of the user, like what, what, why they're usually happy, what did they usually post about? Oh, they broke up with someone. Okay, so they're back on the market immediately because they're posting breakup songs. Um, I mean, it, it's so funny because you you have so much information about people on there uh, to the point where I, I I think it won't be like personal identifiable information that I'd be more worried about. It'd be more of a psych profile, like how, like how does uh, mm. this group of people yeah. behave or whatnot? How do we, how do we influence this group of people? And 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 we saw that, uh, and like just with a lot of misinformation that goes out there. I mean, I mean during COVID, I mean there's this remedy if you put ginger and lemon mm. and 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 you take that, that that's going to cure you. And it's it's interesting because I mean that might that, that how do you verify that and how do you make sure that that's true? But at the same time, the, the people who are putting that forth information know that hey, the profile of people that we're targeting, they're not going to check that. So at that point, you start right. to find ways to influence people, and that's my concern with uh, something like Facebook, and that's what this this documentary went into because it's influence. Yeah. Yeah. So your concern is essentially um, influencing people through um, psychology or through, you know, hot button issues or psychology things or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Because that's 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 scary. I mean, I mean, imagine you could you could just post a single post. It goes viral within a day. And you have now a group of people who are willing to just mob because of something. I mean, revolutions, mm-hmm. the reason why we like Facebook is also the reason why we should be wary of it and cautious with it. Because... Well, it, yeah. I mean, what... what? And this is a silly example, but it's amazing how specific they can get. Mm-hmm. Like, I went through a period of a couple of 
maybe like a couple weeks. And what it was, was I was looking in my drawers, like my, my dresser drawers, you know, mm-hmm. and I noticed I had a lot of really old t-shirts. And the joke was, I've got some of these t-shirts that are older than some of the homeowners over here. So let me see about getting some new t-shirts, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I went, so I went online just to get new t-shirts, right? Just to get, sure. you know, Star Wars t-shirts, whatever hockey t-shirts i don't know blah 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 right right well all this all of a sudden on instagram i see a bunch of ads for hockey t-shirts now facebook knows that i love hockey and facebook suddenly knows that oh god he's buying a lot of t-shirts so this is not a drill right (laughs) right this is not a drill get him some (laughs) t-shirts right right exactly get him as many t-shirts yeah. But they were hyper specific t shirts. Like there was one t shirt for an old for an old hockey team that isn't even around anymore mm-hmm. that used to be in my city. Oh, the trashers probably. Right. The hockey yeah. team doesn't even well not well, no, it was the Atlanta Knights. Which the Atlanta Knights aren't even around anymore. Oh, okay. But yeah. So I mean that's how specific it gets. Like they even knew Oh God, he probably is old enough to remember the Atlanta Knights. Let's get him. <laughs> you know, like yep. they know your age. They know. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Just, yeah, it's, and when you think about it, I mean, that's a silly example, but if you're somebody that leans right, okay, if you uh-huh. lean to the right, they're going to show more right-leaning stuff. And, you know, or if you lean to the left, they're going to throw you more left-leaning stuff. Right. Or, <laughs> right. Know, and they're and they're going to know they're going to know you better than you. Like. Yeah, it's it's that, and that's the yeah. scary part. It's 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 they know you better than you because just even from you, like you said, you just posted like you were looking for t-shirts, and they were able to know like your age, maybe try to guess. Okay. Probably your demographic or your your, your location, mm-hmm. just from that information you were looking up, and I mean in the same way, that's a lot of what uh, is worrying because I, I think what happens is that mm-hmm. you have this like this high thinking, this group mentality that uh, now that like now we we see that you're left leaning or you're right leaning, let's feed you more stuff to kind of get you more inflamed. Let's get you more, more, more burnt up inside. And what ends up happening is you get, you just get all the information that makes, that confirms your beliefs, that confirms what you're thinking. And I, I think while that's great and awesome, you need to like, critically think about things and make sure that, hey, like, let me think about both sides. I mean, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me make sure that I'm not just getting. Right. It's just getting one side of the picture, but let's let's get both sides of the picture here. And that's the thing is that I mean, like we saw in the last election, it was very like it was a divided nation with respect to thoughts, and it's just a divided nation with respect mm-hmm. to the way that the election came out. And that's something that I, I I'm expecting to be honest to continue as a trend because mm-hmm. you're like not only on Facebook, but then on Reddit. I mean on I mean Reddit for Twitter's- example. Twitter's famous for it. Yeah, yeah. Tw- Twitter's famous for it. I mean, that 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 Twitter is known for that. Reddit. The thing about Reddit is that you pretty much go into a group and you get the high thinking there. And you, I mean, depending on which groups you subscribe to, whether it's 
the conservative group or liberal group or whichever side you're leaning towards, you're, you're going to get more of that thought there. So it's all over the place. And I, I think it's great. I, I think the great thing about social networks and just tools like that in general is that it makes it easier to bring two people together. It brought you and I together, for example. It brought a lot of people together to, to meet each other across worlds, across nations. But I, I think um, at the same time, it does enable us and open up the door for us to be myopic in our viewpoints. And to be influenced. To, yeah, to be, be totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, okay. So. Okay, here. I wanted to get into, because somebody asked me this. Um, uh, for you to talk. So. When I go into my Google account, I can see, like, the permissions that I've given different apps or different. Like, I've given different devices access to my Google account, right? Or right. different apps or whatever. So, talk about the importance of removing permissions. Because I think it's as important as cleaning your cache out of, out of the internet, out of the browser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I, I think there's this whole concept in the field, the tech field, of uh, uh, the principle of least privilege. So you pretty much just give your accounts the like a least amount of privileges that it needs to do what it needs to do. Um, and when you give it everything, what happens is that you allow you open up your attack surface to all the information that you provide to that account. So okay, so what's a real world example of least privilege? So for example, say you're opening up a new Instagram account and it's mm. it asks for you for your name, your number, and your friends list. In your contact or your contacts list well mm. really all you need to provide it is probably just your name if it's just something that you want to tie it with uh it doesn't really need your number if it's optional because what is it going to do with your number and it definitely doesn't need your friend friends your contact list because at that point you not only are creating uh you're giving it information and giving it a graph of of people to, to connect you with to say okay Ben, for example, knows Abby, John, Adam, or the list goes on, and they can start to create a graph. These people know these people, these people know these people, these people all know that. So going going back, I mean, if you just need to give it your name, just select name. That's just least privilege. So you give it the least amount of information it needs to be able to function. But, yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's Here's something else I've noticed talking about permissions or uh, friends list is so I have one, two, let me count them. Let me, I've got my phone in my hand. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven apps on my phone. Seven separate apps on my phone. Oh wow! For for uh, calling people oh. or texting <laughs> or texting people. Okay. Okay. What I've noticed, and this is why I ask you this question. What I've noticed is, like, if I have, if I call you on, if we were to talk on Google Voice, like, if we were to be having this conversation on Google Voice, for example, where I could record it put it in an mp3 and then put it on you know 
do some magic to it and audacity and then just put it in on the uh on the feed there right right within probably the next day you're gonna show up in my suggested friends list on facebook right and all, all we ever did was talk on the phone right 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 i i that's the thing and so that's the part that's the place where like and, your privileges yeah. are probably a little too extended because facebook is able to I, and i would assume if you had uh i mean if you have like a uh what's it called android I, i'm not sure if they locked down permissions on androids quite mm-hmm. yet but yeah it just said facebook just looks on your phone and just says hey you talked to fire recently I think you two are becoming friends. Let's uh, suggest this guy to, as your friend. And it's, so, yeah, right. it's, it's, so you're saying you're saying maybe take Facebook off my phone. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean that's an option. Definitely, maybe take Facebook okay. off your phone, and that protects you. And that's yeah. actually what I did. I I just ended up taking Facebook off my phone to just say, hey, you guys are not getting my information anymore. <laughs> Uh, or you can just lock it down. Uh, one of the things that has happened recently is uh, in the latest version of iOS, I think Apple actually gave users the option to really lock down your phone. And they actually prompt you to say, hey, um, are you looking to give this information to this application? And there is a big battle between Facebook or an ad battle, I should say between Facebook and Apple because Facebook was like, mm. well, this is going to it's going to hurt you from get for businesses in this way and it's going to hurt you from getting connected to businesses whereas Apple was like, well, nope, if they really want to share that information, they can. They we're just going to prompt them. And um it actually uh, there was it was reported to have hit a, a good chunk of Facebook's ad revenue because of what Apple did. So it's it's a big it's it's a big way to uh, Facebook gets their information. It's just they they get I mean mm-hmm. they get a lot of stuff from your phone, whether it's contacts, your links, uh, your interest, what you're looking up, mm-hmm. what you're looking up at Amazon, and they just use that to kind of build this profile of who Ben is or who any one of your listeners is. So it's it's very interesting. So yeah, my suggestion is delete the app. <laughs> That's the easy yeah. way to take care I, of that. I, I might actually have to do that because I, I talked to some folks that um okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna delete the app. Uh, because <laughs> I talked to some folks that need their privacy. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I would yeah. say <laughs> Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. It's just uh, delete the app. I would say also make sure your password's secure so that yeah. if anything happens, you don't get hacked. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's funny because uh, even if you delete your information, and, and this is the thing that I, I don't know many people know if many people mm. know or not. But if you delete your account, your information just goes to Facebook at that point. <laughs> they they have it on their servers, and I think it's in their uh, in their yeah uh, yeah. yeah. They're, what's it called? Their agreement with you that hey, I mean, you delete it, it's our data. So <laughs> hold on to the account, probably. But uh, yeah. just lock the password. I just... Well, I mean, the, I mean, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I know. but but weirdly, it's weird they don't do that with the app on the phone, like the standard calling app. It's yeah. really strange. They don't do that with the standard calling app. They just do it with the Google 
voice app that I use to record phone calls. Yeah. It's really strange. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just yeah. interesting. These companies, yeah. I, I, it's funny because, uh, did you remember back in the day when the Samsung phones had like, uh, or not the Samsung phones, but the Android phones, they usually have like mm. a lot of bloatware on them. So you might get a phone from Samsung and you had like Facebook all automatically installed in your phone and maybe Google and there's a lot of bloatware just right off the bat. So Samsung, you're saying wait, Samsung doesn't have bloatware on their phones? Oh, they 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 used to. I don't know if they still do. I haven't kept track, but they used to. I mean, I, I, I hate Samsung. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate I hate Samsung phones. I just do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why do you hate Samsung phones for? Well, okay. I had I had a Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. And it came with an app. It came with a lot of apps. Um, one app, in particular, without throwing this organization under the bus in public, <laughs> uh, um, decided to have decided to have a problem. Um, and I don't like that product. I did, I don't like what that app. It's not. It wasn't a bad product. It wasn't a terrible deal. Whatever. It's just I don't care for that product. Right. Right. So it's. it's it's not an app that I would put on my phone anyway. Okay. Right. 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 So for that app to have a problem and I can't get rid of it. Yeah. Right. And it's That's, just there. And it, it's annoying. <laughs> it's very annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm done. And for all the flack that Apple gets, one of the things I love about them and their phones and their products is that they just put their stuff on it when you get it from the factory. Now, they did have that issue where they, they had an album. A couple, I, I don't know if you remember this, but they had an album that was automatically downloaded uh, onto your phone uh, via Apple Music. And there's a huge uproar about that. And they took it back. They made you. They gave you an option to download something that would remove that album. It was like it was. It was an Aerosmith, but it was like uh, it was a U two album. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. U two. Yeah. I yes. do. It was a U two album. Yep. Yeah. So that yeah. happened, and there's a big backlash because of that. And since then, they've been very careful about what they put in their phones. And I, I give them props. They like when I get a new Apple phone, I'm I'm just like oh. I like this app. This is a cool app. Or, for example, I I, I got the the Apple Watch and it added a fitness uh, fitness app, and I was just like, oh, I don't mind this at all. This is pretty cool. So, they're, but they're really careful about that, and you can even, you can even remove some of the apps too, which is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. why I always avoided like Samsung's some of the Android phones because they came with those installed bloatware apps, and like you you experience, you can't delete them. And I, I just, I just that didn't sit sit well with me because it's just wasted space in my phone. It moved me off Samsung for permanent, like for real. It moved yeah. me off Samsung for permanent. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just you yeah. know, no, no more. But uh, hopefully, uh, you know, one thing I do miss, I miss the Google Nexus phones, the Google Nexus and Pixel. I think they still have the Pixel products. But, uh, yeah, Pixel, I think, is a good phone. It's just, you know, I wish they'd be a little more upfront with their permissions. But, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 
that's that's another one that's that's google <laughs> yeah they they i mean it's yeah. funny though because uh I, I when i search for things on google I, i'm not as and, and it's funny because i should be more careful <laughs> when i search for on google but i'm not as wary of that as i am with facebook for some reason facebook just rubbed me the wrong way with the whole cambridge analytica stuff but google well, is like yeah yeah, because do you use Google as your search engine, or do you use like a Google Duck or or some other? Uh, I use Duck. I use all. I use Duck Duck Go. I use Duck, Duck. I use Duck Duck Go. I use I use Bing. I use Quant. I mm. use Google. Mm. Uh, Quant is not good. Uh, it's good at privacy. It's not good at finding things. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. really, really good at privacy. But, like, you know how with, like, Google, if you just put in IRS payment portal, if you just put in IRS space payment portal, right, right it'll right. take you to the IRS website. Or it'll right. take you to a thing where you can click the IRS website. If you don't, if you're not super specific with Quant, if you don't put in the exact address in the Quant, you're not going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, and, and that's the thing that's unfortunate because building a search engine is not easy. <laughs> and uh, Google, they mastered that. Yeah. They, they had done a great job of that. You just, I mean, anytime I'm looking for something, I just put it in and usually on the first page, I'll see it. And I'm just like, cool. Thank you, Google. And that's why I'm, I'm okay using Google. Um, I mean, like I have multiple accounts still, depending on what I'm looking for <laughs> to make sure I kind of yeah. at least put it up. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think uh, DuckDuckGo is another, I mean, like I think I've heard a lot of great things about it. I haven't fully switched over to them quite yet. Um, I mean, I use it like when I'm on tour, but uh, other, than that, other than that, I'm, I'm you, just... You mean the browser tour, right? Yeah. Not the, okay, not like you're in a band, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The browser yeah. tour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I, I, I like tour. I like tour. I like I like DuckDuckGo. Um, you know, but it's yeah. really kind of when you talk to people like I do, it's really kind of humbling to think, you know, all I use tour for is to go get a different take on YouTube. Right, right. So, you know these people over here. They're they're using tour to st to stay alive. Yeah, it's just Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm like wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it, it's 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 kind of it's kind of crazy to think about it like that because I mean we use technology here to connect and some other use people use it to like start a revolution to stay alive to protect themselves and um it's it's great yeah. to have that available but it's crazy because it's yeah. just like yeah it, you gotta go to, to those kind of means but uh yeah it, i'm that's why things like the tor tor, tor browser vpns uh things that protect people online even just like twitter just for communicating anonymously mm. i think i think that, that's awesome just to allow people yeah. to 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 be free you know because I, yeah. I think when i think about social communication social media everything that we have available i think 
and I, we're I, we're both Americans, but like it's like mm-hmm. I think I have a great sense of freedom with respect to that, in a sense that it's yeah. awesome to the point where you could be free to share your own opinions and all thoughts. And yeah, it's great. I mean, I, it's I think one of the great things about America is that hey, my neighbor could not necessarily I, I might not necessarily see eye to eye. They may be a member mm-hmm. of a, a like a or uh, like a organization that doesn't let's just say it's not friendly to other people. <laughs> uh, but at right. the same time, like my whole stance on that is like you're free to believe what you believe. You're free mm-hmm. to exhibit that, and I, 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 that's one thing I'm I'm glad about in this country and yeah. excited about. And I, I hope that other people yeah. are able to experience that with technology. I um. I had a podcast guest. I, being a podcaster is so humbling. I mean, first of all, first of all, mm-hmm. um, even if you're not doing anything about COVID, even if you're just talking to folks, and you don't even have to talk about anything important, right? Just just talk to other people about anything. It's remarkably humbling to hear other people's stories. Right. There were two people that that make me think about what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I know, or I don't know him personally, but there's a guy that I spoke with on my podcast and I came on his podcast and, but he is, he's a libertarian. Mm. Okay. He's got libertarian sen- sensibilities and he's married to uh, an African American woman and right. they have children, right? They have children his take on cancel culture was this, which I'd never heard this articulated before. But I was like, yeah, okay, I believe that. Okay. His take on it was don't cancel these people because right. I have black I have black children. All right. I have children that look black. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the guy down the road thinks. Right. <laughs> I want to know exactly what he thinks. Right. I I <laughs> yeah wow. yeah i yeah. agree yeah 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 it's crazy like, yeah. yeah oh go ahead but yeah. like there's another lady who's a she's a democracy advocate in venezuela mm-hmm. and she has to use tour to to function like as a in western society yeah for her job and for all kind of it's just wow yeah yeah it's crazy when you think about it like that that like some people need to survive and they can't they have to survive by keeping their voice silent and muffled unless they're in a certain secure forum which is unfortunate and it hurts and it just sucks mm-hmm. to hear it, and I hope that one day that uh, there is more opportunity for them to be able to speak more freely without uh, the fear mm-hmm. or the threat of oppression. But it's funny because the whole cancel culture thing here, um, I, I think my whole my whole stance, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, like, that guy, I want to hear the viewpoint of other people because I think it's important to understand that people come from all different backgrounds, all different nationalities, uh, mm. different places mm. and I've been blessed and uh, the opportunity of being able to travel to different countries different places different locations talk to different people hear different ways so I mean talk about different religions for example I mean back in college I had this 
event where I, me and several other folks hosted an event where we talked about major religions, uh, Christianity, mm-hmm. Judaism, uh, um, Islam, and we were able to talk about the differences and similarities and just have an open forum about that. And it was great because I, I think you actually get to understand where people are coming from, what their beliefs are, and you get to understand and appreciate like their background. Now, it, 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 that's that's awesome as long as you can avoid any physical or psychological harm. But I, I think it's like the thing is, is that right now what's going on is that I, I feel like folks who are not really physically or psychologically harming people um, might be threatened to be silenced uh, just because of those that minority of folks who are physically or psychologically or some other way harming people, which is unfortunate because it's Mm -hmm. we can't let the minority outweigh the voice of the majority. And and some folks might just be uh, just wanting to share their beliefs and do so Mm -hmm. freely. I, you know, I have a take on, on all this that it occurred to me the other day, it occurred to me the, the other day that, um, there's probably a lot of people in this country that for the first time in their lives have to think about the terms and conditions of things like Apple or, you know, like these communication apps. Like if you think about Facebook as a communication app, which it totally is, right? right? You have to think about the terms and conditions. Once you get out of the age of, hey, this is me posting a picture of my drinking buddies and me at the bar. Mm-hmm. Like when you were in, when people are college age or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You have to start thinking about. And I bet you a lot of people, cause I remember aim, I remember AOL instant messenger and oh, they yeah. had terms, they had terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think I knew people in aim and what they, they didn't call it aim jail, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but oh yeah. I remember I that. People, I remember people, you know, oh I got kicked off AIM for a little while because blah blah blah. But you didn't I think people maybe have to think about these things in a way they you know, like private businesses, that's how we exercise our free speech is right. through private businesses. Right. You know? Right. And, and that's a that's a good that's that's a good thing to think about there because I think the one thing we forget about these companies are I mean well they're public companies because they're publicly traded but they're pretty much just they're kind of like private citizens in a sense because these are these are companies that own their servers they own or they may own their service they own their traffic they own the applications and the services that they are running and we are are partaking in their service. We are being, uh, we, are, we, we, we agree to use their service on their terms. Uh, so there's that. But also, I feel like it's interesting because how do you police that? How do you manage that? How do you make sure that folks are respectful, kind, uh, and uh, just not causing an issue on that platform? And where do you set the boundary? And I think that's the typical thing that these companies are trying to sort out. And I, I don't envy what they have to decide because I, I, I don't want to make the decision. <laughs> I don't think. Um, yeah. A, but at the same time, I, I think it's tough because I think sometimes they make decisions 
for a whole group of people without actually understanding that the whole group of people is not necessarily bad. You might have a few bad actors, but the whole group of people might be okay. But it, it's just tough because, yeah, like you're saying, these terms of service, it, it, I, I think folks are starting to read them a little bit more closely, trying to understand what can I say, what can't I say, and how mm-hmm. do I not end up like our former president and just banned from all these platforms because – I mean, I think the unfortunate thing is, is that now you have a voice that's snuffed out and maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong. I'm not going to say whether either or, uh, but I, I, I think in a country such as ours, I think it's really important to to not silence people because it could set a precedent for something exactly. similar. Exactly. And, and I don't want to avoid that. And I, think I mean, that, yeah, like. Every Wednesday, I'm on the radio in Singapore, and the woman who runs the radio show in Singapore uh-huh. has to say a Senate has to say like, you know, this is for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, and she told me that the government of Singapore actually listens to her show to really? make sure. Yeah, n- not in a good way. Like, to yeah, make sh- yeah, to make sure that you know we're not fomenting revolution or whatever like you know i don't know right. i don't know what the thing i don't know what the singaporean government is worried about or concerned about but yeah. exactly but yeah but i mean like i don't when you talk to other people you know you, you really start to understand that our freedom of speech is is a big deal it's it and it you know like in England, I think they're trying to pass a law saying you can't criticize the government for um, doing certain things. And it's because, at least the mind of the British, they've uh, kind of botched COVID. Yeah. Uh, the COVID vaccination oh. type deal or whatever. Probably Brexit too. But <laughs> yeah, no, Brexit's a problem. Yeah. And yeah. I mean,. Like I had a I had a woman on my show who talked about how her job she works for a nonprofit in Britain and her job is to educate adults about their government because they don't do that in school and I'm just like I can't imagine that yeah you know yeah <laughs> I, I know it's like it's tough because I mean. It, it, it's really, it's really, it's really tough to to say because I I feel like on one end I understand the spirit of the laws. They're trying to they're trying to go for some kind of goal, which I mean is supposed to unify folks and kind of help folks out. But on the other end, it's it's like you start to start this trend and you start to wonder to yourself how far is it going to go. I mean, because it might start like, I mean, a good example of this, just going back to Facebook is just look at Facebook. I mean, at first Mm -hmm. we thought it was just like a social networking app for college students. Now it's pretty much a global application that connects people um, from (laughs) one country to the next, which we didn't expect at all. I mean, Mm -hmm. Mark Zuckerberg Mm -hmm. expected that, then props to him, but I... I, I don't know. I mean, but at the end of the day, is is we didn't expect that, and that only took what fifteen years, sixteen years to happen, uh, seventeen years to happen. What yeah. happens in the next twenty years to forty years with the decisions that we're making today? Uh, 
and uh, yeah. the way we we start to like just check communication with most of people and i mean the whole situation in singapore i'm not familiar with but i mean yeah. i feel like a lot of countries are like that where you can't you can't speak mm. freely and i would hate to have that happen here but it it seems like that's the direction we're going towards to be honest well i think yeah and i also think I wonder honestly if it was a good idea and this is a count this is a counterfactual but I wonder honestly if it was a good idea to unleash Facebook onto the world How like, so? well because once you take it away from okay when I started using Facebook, all Facebook was was you had a selection of locations you could tell people where you were going. There wasn't even like this thing where you could just type what was up with you. You could just say, well, I'm at the library or I'm here or I'm there. Right. Right. And you could post photos. Right. Which, I mean, this was before smartphones were a thing. So your photos were kind of bad. But you could, po- <laughs> you could post photos. Um, there was a really cool feature where you could, like, share, like Dropbox, where you could share papers with your Facebook friends. Oh. Because remember, this is only college, right? So you could right. actually share papers with your Facebook friends. So that was cool. Yeah. Um yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, I didn't realize they had that back then. I you know, uh, they got rid of it. They got and they got rid of it because they they got to looking at their terms and conditions and they realized that once you put the lawyers of Facebook realized once I put a thesis in this box and give it to somebody through Facebook, it it becomes property of Facebook. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they got they had to get rid of that. Yeah. But um what was I saying? Um I think what happened was once you look and put it into the world, so you're not you're now not dealing with like the girl down the hall or the boy down the hall or like that friend of yours in class right you're now dealing with your aunts and your uncles and your your neighbor that you had 15 years ago and like people you don't really see day to day right right i think that ends up creating problem that can end up and did end up creating a lot of problems um, yeah yeah <laughs> well i mean because <laughs> what's going on is people are missing the context right i mean mm-hmm. They're missing the full context of that individual, that person, what they're going mm-hmm. through, where their inner circle might understand everything and see a status or see a picture and be like, oh, we fully understand that. You get one one circle outside, might might lose a little mm-hmm. context. Get one more circle outside, you lose all total context, and then you lose control mm-hmm. of all the conversation. So, mm-hmm. Or like you could... Um there was something I said years ago that if Mark Zuckerberg had ever had two friends at the same time Mm -hmm. before he was rich, Facebook would be different. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, and yeah. this is a line in that movie, The Social Network. This is a line in the movie. But somebody said in the movie, all you need to know about Mark Zuckerberg is the only friend he ever had is suing him in federal court. Right. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> you I, know? Yeah. <laughs> Eduardo, yeah, that's like, yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's funny because, okay, that brings up the question, how far are you willing to go to change the world or to build a product that will make you rich, you know, um, that's a question, like, sometimes I'll, I'll ask myself, like, how far are you willing to go, because, Mark, yeah. he built something that was amazing and that was great. Uh, but, I mean, and who knows actually how everything turned out. We saw the social network and watched the movie. And, I mean, we saw the public trial. So we we know what actually happened. But, I mm. mean, at, at the end of the day, it's just like, man, it, it, it took a lot of sacrifice for that to happen. <laughs> and he didn't have uh, the, I mean, it, it looks like he lost a lot of friendships out there a little bit. I mean, at yeah. this, on the flip side, on the other side of that, uh, Mark Zuckerberg pretty much changed the way that billions of people communicate with each other. So, if it had, if, well, and there was that. I mean, there's some problems with that. There's that. There was a court case. I know this is real. Like, I know this is a specific thing. There was like a period of several years. Where if you went to the movies, like you know, if you if you went to the theater, you would have seen this ad for Facebook. There was a photograph of a boy hugging a girl, and the girl was into the hug, and she was obviously you know loved this guy or whatever, or at least having a good time in the moment or whatever it was. Right. I can I can picture this photograph in my mind. Uh-huh. It turns out. That she had uploaded that photo to Facebook. Like that was a real person. She'd uploaded that photo to Facebook, but that wasn't her boyfriend. Ah. She was was cheating, technically. I mean, she was pretty young, so I don't know. Can you see? I mean, whatever. (laughs) It's not like they were married, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't. It wasn't. (laughs) the right person or the initial boyfriend right. <laughs> it wasn't the official boyfriend but she sued but that's no that's me that's my real yeah you know but, and just like uh, wow yeah <laughs> i know it's it's crazy because I mean now, uh, and uh, what is that called? That's get that's called called getting caught in four D four uh, K now, I guess. <laughs> when you get uh, caught oh. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back in the but, day, they would have called that posterizing on a basketball court. Yeah, report. posterizing. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. No, it's it's crazy. It's like, um, and, and that's where I like the terms conditions, the terms of service. Might have just said, hey, you uploaded it to Facebook, so we can use it in advertisements. And that's unfortunately, and that, that's not a fortunate, that unfortunate thing about this whole, the whole uh, service things that we have, yeah. service we have right now with like whether it's Google, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, 
uh, Snapchat. I mean, yeah. you got to really understand what's going into the TOS because if mm. you don't, I mean, most of us, we don't read it. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Half the time, I'm just saying, yes, accept. <laughs> but, I mean, there, I mean, right. there are great websites and tools out there to help you out now to kind of tell you this is, this is what they're going to do with your data, with your photos. Because, I mean, things like that can happen. And nowadays, it's funny because you see a lot of people getting caught cheating or getting caught doing something wrong because it wasn't intended. And, I mean, especially now all the cell phones out there or whatnot. And you Mm -hmm. might, you might, you might, it's just, it's just crazy. So, yeah, did she win? Did she ever win that battle with Facebook? No, no. And it's, it's bad. I mean, no. First of all, she lost. Okay. Second of all, like she was never paid. That was the other thing. She was never yeah. paid for this. She's literally like the last. Fo- it was a montage of photos. Okay. Oh, okay. It was a montage of real photos. Uh-huh. She was literally. It was literally the last photo that you saw, and it took up the whole screen, like the whole movie screen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it gets. Wait, it gets worse. Um, she was very pretty. But mm-hmm. she had, she had tan skin, and black hair and brown eyes, and like she was, she was on the water, like she was in a boat or on the water or something. Mm-hmm. But because of how she was dressed and how she, they put that everywhere, they put that picture all across the world because oh, they yeah. thought enough, enough people can relate to her because enough people look like her. That they yeah. can see themselves in her. So this little cheating photograph was put literally all across the planet. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think her boyfriend or the, the uh, I guess, the official boyfriend was actually out at the theater with some buddies or something and saw it. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's awkward. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang that's on. <laughs> I know that girl. Uh oh. Yeah, that's uh. What girl? Yes. What? Who is that guy? <laughs> yeah, that's my no. girlfriend. But who's that guy? Yeah. But <laughs> she didn't. She didn't win anything. She didn't win any money or nothing. They just. They came back and said, "No." Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know, same yeah. with Cambridge Analytica. They came back to nope, nope. Should have read the terms. <laughs> oh my gosh! Which, bring, which brings me to a thing: don't yeah. ever take a Facebook quiz. Don't ever take a Facebook quiz. Yeah, don't, ever, <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't do ever tell years. people on Facebook that you like this music or yeah, or like those little ad, those little things you see where like 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 this if you like. Jefferson Airplane or yep. Yeah, I mean Don't do that. They're going to get your information (laughs) that way. I mean, that's why it's so funny because when I first opened up a Facebook account I put my interests on there. I put my favorite books, my favorite music. (laughs) And now I just took it all off. It's not there anymore. But uh, it's just funny because it's it's now, I mean but but think about it like this too. Like when we listen to, I I listen to Spotify music sometimes. I put my interest in music genres there. So it's, it's they can get information from that. But going back to the whole Cambridge Analytica stuff, yeah, no quizzes, no PII, no like I, I lean what, towards. Okay, this. what's what, what's PII? Oh, so PII PII is personal identifiable information. 
so, okay, so I mean, no like no name no yeah no no name no birth date no location no nothing that could be used to tie me to uh, like a particular location like someone like myself for example as soon as you get my, my name you can literally just look me up online and figure out where i live at or where i work at or something like that yeah, you don't uh, have I, a common name <laughs> no not at all not at all i blame yeah. my parents for that no, i'm just playing but yeah, uh, uh, yeah. They, they, it's funny because who would have known that uh, down the road, now that we have Google, now that we have the internet, it's 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 something as simple as a unique name would make it easy to find online. And you know it's yeah, yeah, <laughs> or a and unique it, job, or like if you know somebody's job, right, right. <laughs> I mean. We've all, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to out myself right now, but we all know someone that's stalked someone in the past. I mean, mm-hmm. when you go on a date or something like that, it's not really stalking. It's more of I'm yeah. investigating that person's information before I actually go on a date with that person. And it's crazy. All you got to do is look up their name and their job, and then you find out this, this, and that, and you can maybe find out, oh, this person is married. I'm not going on a date with that person. <laughs> so, I mean, right. but... It's right. like you got to be careful, but it, it's just crazy. It's, it's just your PII it makes it easy for you to. It's like your digital foot, uh, like fingerprint. I mean, it can mm-hmm. end up being a digital fingerprint. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, right. yeah, yeah, it's just nowadays. I mean, and it, it's just yeah, it, it, you gotta you gotta be careful. But I, I I think that it encourages me to just live my life as cleanly as possible. To be honest, because <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I feel like the way I see it is my information is going to get out there anyway. Mm. Why why make anything juicy? Make it bland. Make it as boring as possible. Yeah. Well, I, well, the thing the thing that I remember them talking about, which sort of hasn't come true yet, is people putting stuff on Facebook as children. Oh. Else you wouldn't want to have on Facebook. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I guess that kind of has we we are to the age where that did that does start to happen. So yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, uh, that starts to happen, and that's that's unfortunate. I mean, that's like that that's where it starts to, to suck. And I mean, it, it's just one of those things where I I, I think that's where the internet kind of gets not kind of gets dangerous. It gets dangerous. It's one of those things where I'm just like. If I have kids, I probably wouldn't want to let them use the internet until they're 16. Probably wouldn't post their pictures online or anything like that. Okay, well, I've got you on the line because here's something I tell people all the time. I tell people this till I'm blue in the face. Mm -hmm. And they're going to get tired of me talking to them, so you tell them. Mm -hmm. Okay, say I have a baby. Yeah. Say, Say I'm married, which I'm not, and we have a baby, right? Right. Should I or should I not? Give that baby a Facebook account. Oh, your turn. no. Your no. turn to talk. Okay. No, why, no, no. Why not? I mean, I, because it's a baby. No, they have no need for a Facebook account at all. I mean, like, no. But, but all they want to do is post face, post to Facebook. Like, but I, but I agree with you, by the way. I totally agree oh, with yeah. you. Like, don't, don't ever give a baby a Facebook. Don't, no. don't do that. No, I mean, like, it's just, you're opening yeah. up the baby to a lot of stuff, but not only that, I mean, say you post 
the baby uh, and then like the maybe name. The, birth, the name, the birth yeah. location and the birth date. I mean, like a smart person might be able to find out the the social security number, and then boom, like that baby's information has been compromised, and you have to worry about that too. I, I think legally these days, I don't know if this is still true or if this is true, but I think you can't take a baby out of the hospital without a social. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I know you can't take a baby out of the hospital without a name. Like, you have to name the baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know myself. But, yeah. I mean, like, 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 pretty much at a certain point, that baby is going to get a... Even if it's yeah. whether it's in the hospital or, like, a month or so after, they're going to get a social security number. And it might not need, be needed to... And they might not act on it immediately, but, like, when that baby... I mean, as the baby grows older... I mean, that information is going to be out there. So it's one of those things where I understand why people want to post the pictures online and create an account. I'm just like, just hold it. Just save it. There's no need for that. Take pictures. Yeah. Create a private Instagram account if you really want to. Post the pictures of the baby. But or, or, or here's an idea. Just text people. Just text people pictures of the baby. That's like a if, wonderful idea. <laughs> like if you, if you know the person, if you know the people you're texting the baby enough, presumably you have their phone number and <laughs> just text yeah. the baby or yeah. email the baby's pictures. I don't know. Don't know. I always wonder why sometimes I see those accounts. It's like, okay, so I have a dog and my dog has an account and I'm not going to lie. I, I was like hoping my dog's account would be popular because it's, it's a beautiful dog. So that's the only reason why I posted the pictures. So I wonder if folks are posting their baby pictures online. Are you hoping that their baby could be the next like Gerber baby model or something, and just just hoping that they might be famous? I I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, it's just one of those things where yeah, just text people, just send the pictures to the people who care, the people in the baby's <laughs> life. Yeah, or like you know, like that, and that's the thing I've noticed with me is my real friend, like. I've moved our, I've moved our uh, text, I moved our chats to texting. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like I've moved our tech, our chats to texting. Honestly. Yeah. 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 Same here. Same here. I like I, I don't look at Facebook yeah. anymore. I, we we either text or we email each other, but mostly it's just text. And uh, yeah, I I mean, yeah. I, occasionally I might get the like occasional Instagram message off a of story, but I mean even then. It's yeah. mostly text or WhatsApp because the WhatsApp is uh, good for international folks. But yeah, I mean, but WhatsApp is, is also Facebook, so I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I, so the woman that I talked to in Venezuela, um, she encouraged me to move to Signal, so for that, so I did. Oh yeah, yeah. So I did mainly for her, but yeah. Yeah, Signal is good. I like Signal a lot. Yeah. Uh, so the thing about Signal for your listeners, yeah, mm-hmm. it, like it's cool because it's end-to-end encryption and its mm. servers are not owned by Facebook. So that's another good thing because uh, WhatsApp ha- does have end-to-end, but uh, it's owned by Facebook. <laughs> but I love Signal too. Yeah. And and then, do the messages delete automatically afterwards or? 
Well, let me see. <laughs> uh, let me see. I've got my phone right here. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think maybe the pictures do, or the pictures delete over time. Mm-hmm. But um, actually, I sent the thing I like about Signal, other than the in-end encryption and the privacy, is there's a there's a mark. There's like a double mark where I can see that she saw it. Oh yeah, I really like that. Yeah, yeah, the red red notification. Yeah, it's that's pretty good. Um, well, I'm on night mode because my my little phone's pokey little battery, so I'm on night mode. So it's a little two white checks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. I actually, I mean, I should get to start using Signal more often because that's a good app to use. I think uh, <laughs> I might start to switch off of that. Yeah. It's just so many. I have a lot of family in, uh overseas, mm-hmm. and they like to use uh, WhatsApp for that reason because it's it's easier to communicate. But Signal might be a good alternative. Yeah. Everybody, you know, everybody that I talk to that that knows that knows about it says signals much better than WhatsApp. Mm. Like That's much, good. much better. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's like, uh, I think I only use for me personally, it's just texting, uh, mm-hmm. WhatsApp, Instagram, and occasionally Twitter for more posting stuff. But other than that, I don't really. Uh, I mean, I have Medium as well to to write blog what? posts. Oh, Medium's a blog a blog thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a blogging platform. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it allows it allows you to get like a blog pretty quickly up and running, mm. and then also you can read great blog posts. It's great for the tech industry because there are a lot of good blog posts that go up on there, um, and um, I, I think it's good for other industries too, if depending on what you're looking for. Uh, and then Reddit, Reddit's great too. I love Reddit a lot because uh, you just yeah. have to meet people and talk to people all over the world and and just connect with folks pretty quickly and simply. I I use Reddit. I mean, to get people from my podcast and to to boost the episode. But to me, like, there's a real hive mind aspect to Reddit. Oh it's yeah, really disturbing. Like when you think about it, like. Because they can they can take away points from you if they don't like what you're saying. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, <laughs> that's my only issue with Reddit right now. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. people with certain like subreddits, I mean, I, 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 so I, I'm the kind of guy who likes to grab my popcorn and go into the controversial subreddit sometimes <laughs> and just watch the show because people just go and go argue and it just downloads you to downvote hell and I'm, I'm just like wow people really think alike a lot and i mean and that's that's the issue with reddit i mean you have subreddits that have like like-mindedness and that 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 tends to tends to show itself as in a, in a hype mind um i mean i go into the nba subreddit a lot for example because i like to follow the nba you know and just follow the nba playoffs but it's so funny how folks will just take a hot pick a team to hate and they'll just downvote anyone that supports that team, and it, it's 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 pretty scary, like you said. And I, I just I'm just like, man, I I'm not even gonna post anything here. Yeah, I, I just I mean, 
what's and what's also crazy with Twitter is like you can accidentally wade into some like there are some people that have some really strong opinions on Twitter about stuff that and I'm not even talking about political stuff. I'm talking thing, you know, what you might call um not silly, but like yeah, you know, but they're really attached to a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like to me that's a little unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's uh it is it is. It's it's interesting to see. I, it's so that's why I, I kind of avoid Twitter because I notice that a lot of folks who get in trouble, uh, they get in trouble on Twitter. Whether it's uh, uh, Tegan, mm-hmm. uh, Chrissy Tegan got in trouble, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. what's the comedian's name? I forgot the the, the comedian who was going to host the Oscars and uh, the loud mm-hmm. guy uh, Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of folks mm-hmm. post things on Twitter and uh, and they get canceled pretty easily. And I'm just like, yeah, that's not going to be me. I'm going to be careful about what well, I post on Twitter. I, I mean, cancellation is, is whatever, but eh, I don't. But yeah, like I accidentally, there was like twice that I had a take on something that ran contrary to the hive mind. Yeah, and it, w- it wasn't even like anything crucial. Like it wasn't anything crucial, and these people were just like, and so I had to delete the tweets. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's a, that's unfortunate like, though. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just I wonder I wonder why. Uh, it's funny because so it kind of goes back to our conversation about just being able to voice your mind. I feel like, yeah, be able to, like, you should be able to voice a mind, but then at the same time, if you dissent, you should dissent respectfully. Because <laughs> I, I think what I see when it happens on Twitter is that people start to maybe bring you down, and it doesn't, it doesn't breed critical conversation. As in addition, it brings, it brings just criticism. Well, I think a lot of people, first of all, I think somebody described Twitter as your drive. Driving 80 miles an hour in fog and you don't really know where you're going. Okay. Huh. I could, I totally see that. Yeah. But the thing that I think Twitter has shown me is yes. Okay. I can inter- interact with some really cool people. I can interact with celebrities and just cool. What I call normal people. But you also have, some very damaged human beings on yeah. Twitter. Right. Really, really damaged people. Right. And, you know, who just like, what? You said this about my favorite sports team? Let me hound you for hours. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, son. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. Well, yeah, I, I guess the folks in Outlet and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's like, um, yeah, it's it's this whole it it brings me it makes me think about internet bullying and the fact that that's now a thing where you can be bullied online uh, for just saying something as simple as I support this team and, and that's unfortunate. I mean that's and, and that's the dark side of the internet. I mean for all the great things that we could talk hours on end about what the internet has done with respect to opening up information and communication and. All this other stuff, uh, it, it does have, it has this, it, it, Twitter, for example, has this possibility for you to be able to, like, bully people. 
And that's why, for me personally, I just try to stay away from Twitter. Uh, I'll post, like, stuff about business or work stuff or, uh, I mean, like, in a sense of the tech field and whatnot on Twitter just to kind of share information. But when it comes to providing an opinion, I, I just avoid that because I, I'll look at threads like the ones you're you're mentioning, like when you posted something as simple as I support this team and folks are just coming in. And, and I think that points to a, a really big thing that like this, I, like hopefully is being addressed soon enough is mental health. I mean, I think some folks are on Twitter and, and they just need to unload and just need to I mean, yeah. they they just they, they just use that medium as to, to communicate that sometimes they just need to talk to someone as opposed to uh, to to bully someone online. Yeah. Or yeah. what's real? What's really kind of strange is like there's a lot of bots on Twitter. Yeah. Like there's there's a lot of bots on Twitter, and if you get up at the right hour, you can totally see like. Grandma and grandpa are out, are out there, and they're interacting with bots. Like, yeah. but they think the bot is real. Like, they think the bot's a person. Yeah. And it's just sort of like, eh. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you do you know out of curiosity how what percentage of people or accounts on Twitter are bots? I I know there's a figure before, but I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I'll Google it. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that, but I'll do the same as well. Accounts. Users are bots. Let's see. So nearly half of the... So this is from the NPR in uh, March of 20, uh, or May of 2020, and nearly half of accounts tweeting about coronavirus are likely bots. So it's a very specific topic. But, I mean, let me, uh, how far it is. Yeah, wow, I've got it here. I've got it here. Okay. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, that's a a big, uh, that's an interesting mark right there. Yeah. I mean, something as big and, uh, and, and, as, and like the way it influenced us is the coronavirus. I mean, if half of the bots are, are talking about it are fake or people or half of the accounts are fake, that's interesting. Now, what what would be even more fascinating, honestly, is are they bots that are coronavirus is no big deal or are they bots that coronavirus is right? Yeah, that's true. That's what? true. What, what are they doing? What are they saying? <laughs> what, if, what if they're just like saying random things like coronavirus is uh is from a chicken or something like that? <laughs> just that's funny because I actually there was a there was an account I think on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. That so I'm in a lot of these Facebook groups and we were talking about it wasn't even coronavirus. I don't remember. But this person, let's call him a person for the sake of argument, had really strong opinions against, oh, I remember now. He had really, really strong opinions against um, the local mass transit um, situation, um, against it. 
which okay. I guess wouldn't except that when you click on his profile mm-hmm. all he had up was like a picture of a t-shirt oh uh, yeah <laughs> all it was was he had a picture of a t-shirt and like he logged on to facebook specifically to yell about the local mass transit situation all the time like those were all his posts yeah and yeah you're like, wow son i know i know it's <laughs> that's that's um and that's the thing it's like a lot of a lot of accounts a lot of the noise you hear might not be real it's, it's might not be real not, might, might not, not be, be real. real well you and know what it, oh, yeah well, no well, go one, ahead well one thing i was i know i'm noticing on instagram for example too is that you see instagram accounts that are getting bought out by people so imagine an instagram yeah. account with hundreds of thousands of followers and then it gets bought out by someone else and then they start tweet, um, uh, messaging something. So there's the the there's a con- the inverse of that too, where they can start spinning out messages to a, a mass audience just because they paid the money to 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 get the audience. I don't I don't understand. Like okay, I understand is the wrong word. I don't see the appeal of buying out an Instagram account. Okay. Like, yeah. Well, buy on an Instagram account because you know it's what I'm like, saying. Like, yeah, you and I, we don't. We <laughs> we 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 like to build things from the ground up. But I mean, when you have an account that already has a a a, 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 a like a reach, like just say hypothetically has a reach of five hundred thousand people, maybe it has a hundred thousand followers, and you have that account, you buy that account. Boom! You have instant platform. Yeah. So, uh, and, and that, uh, and like, it's funny yeah. because nowadays it, we see things where a single person who just created an account to mm. uh, co- co- uh, complain about something is able to, mm. to talk about something and create them, uh, make themselves a platform, or mm. someone can just buy out a platform as well and use that uh, to speak to communicate their thoughts and ideas to people. I mean, I, I, I well. Okay, I get like for like a celebrity, but if you're just Jane in accounting, right? If you're just Jane who's an accountant, but you also have five thousand or fifty thousand Instagram followers or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't. Jane would want fifty thousand Instagram followers. What I don't understand is why somebody would want to buy that account. Well, I mean. So nowadays, I think it's getting harder for you to grow your Instagram account um, organically or not organically, but grow your Instagram account because there used to be services and talking about, I mean, there's a good documentary about this. I think it was on Netflix, Mm. but uh, like it actually, it showed how people were able to buy followers, but in Instagram was, I mean, they'll, they'll try to track people who are trying to buy followers and take those accounts down. So if you want a platform that's already established without having to organically build up your base or having to buy your base over time and avoid getting captured and uh, de- uh, deactivated by Instagram, then you'll go the route to buy an account. That's the way I see it, at least. What's the going route? <laughs> I mean, what's the going rate for an account? <laughs> I mean, it depends on how many users. 
I would say maybe uh, like a, I mean, you could probably buy a good account for a couple hundred to a couple grand. I think I would I would estimate. I mean, but before like a couple hundred dollars would give you uh, several hundred uh, users. Or I think I mean seventy five dollars would give you several hundred users. So it was it was ridiculously cheap. But the thing is too is that uh, I mean if you if you look at the accounts, what well, I usually do is I look at the account that uh, number of accounts that someone uh, that that person has following them, and then also mm-hmm. I look at the likes. If I see a, a bad ratio of likes to followers, I'm like, okay, you did not. <laughs> You did not. This, this, you just bought your followers because you do not have the right proportion of likes. But if I look at an account and I see like they have ten thousand followers and then they have like an average about nine hundred to thousand one hundred thousand one hundred likes, I'm like, okay, you might have, you might have a good account. And I would oh, like the, it. oh, like the, oh, like the like, uh, like somebody liked their picture or somebody yeah. liked. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. I, I would okay. I, if it was me personally, and I wanted to become Instagram famous, I would definitely pay the money for that. <laughs> it's like good ratio of likes to followers. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, well, I prefer to grow. I would prefer to grow my Twitter account organically. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would prefer. <laughs> I would prefer to do that. Um, you know. Yeah, same But here. anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Um, anything you wanted to say to the world? Because I've got to wrap this up. Oh, no problem. No, uh, no, I, I just, uh, yeah, uh, stay, stay safe technically out there. Stay safe online out there. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. It's been great talking yeah. to you, Ben. Uh, I want time. you're gonna come back. I'm almost I'm almost positive. And actually, I want to see if I could get you and the guy in Canada on the same podcast. Let me see if that could even happen. Okay, that'd be like, awesome. That uh, no, that I would love to have you two just talk. Yeah, you just record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That, that'd um, be great. I am actually gonna hit the sky or hit the signal later today because he's up in Canada. Okay. I'm gonna hit the signal later today and talk to him about that. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. For sure. All right. Yeah. Hang on. Thanks. Hang on the line. There's uh something I want to ask you. Okay. But uh, thank you so much for coming on my show. All right, everybody. This has been Ben Kitchings of the History Voyager, and as always. I'm having a good day, and I hope you are too. All right, everybody. Goodbye.